Welcome to the 1K Mom Podcast. This is episode number 16. You're listening to the 1K Mom Podcast. I'm your host, Katie Fleming, founder of the 1K Mom Tribe. This is a movement of women who are building a business and raising a family and doing both well. Let's do this. Hey, 1K Moms. Today, I've got Sarah, who is the founder and lead designer of The Creative Boss. After years of running handmade shops on Etsy and scouring the interwebs for tips and advice on how to grow and succeed online, she knew that there needed to be a change. The Creative Boss was launched to offer a one-stop shop for business creatives who want to succeed online with ease. Sarah, I'm so excited to chat with you today. How are you? Good. Thanks so much for having me. Awesome. Well, fill in a little bit of uh, gaps about that interview. Let us know some things we don't know about you and what you've got going on. Okay. Well, I started in like the online business way back in the dinosaur age in like 2013 probably (laughs) and did so many different things and kind of fell into a passion of web design. Okay. So, and helping, you know, find solid information because there's all kinds of like how to grow your business, how to start a blog. And they're kind of garbage most of them okay yeah so I wanted like solid advice and like no fluff so that was when I started the creative boss in 2015 very cool well take me a little bit more into uh how you decided to start a business or wanted to start a business well it had always been something growing up my dad was an entrepreneur he had his own business so it was kind of something we grew up with in our house and after high school, I started working in pharmacy, went to college a couple of times and like dropped out. Yeah. <laughs> this wasn't for me. Um, and finally I was still working in pharmacy. I was working for like a big pharmacy company and they let me go on my birthday. Oh, and I was wow. like, I'm done. <laughs> this isn't for me. Yeah. Like if there's no security, like job security and something that there should be like yeah. pharmaceuticals, people always need medicine. Yeah. So you're like, I'm going to go create my own thing and, and just take right. care of myself. Did you get any flack from anybody when you quit college? Oh, tons of times. Yeah. Do you think it's becoming more widely accepted that it's okay not to? Like, what were you at with that? I think it is now. I think now people are going more of like the a la carte method for acquiring their education. Yeah. So they're picking and choosing what they want to take with like books or other online courses and yeah. not necessarily the formal go get a degree and hope you get a job and can pay back your hundred grand in student loan debt. Oh yeah. To an extent, I think college is preparing us for jobs that don't exist anymore or aren't going to exist in the future. Right. So it's a whole nother conversation when we start talking about like our kids, like what are, are we going to be pressuring them, encouraging them to go to college? I'm not, I don't know. Well, I'm not. We're also um, a homeschooling family. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, the, we know what the school system was created for a long time ago, you know, teaching people how to work in those factory jobs and things like that. So they start ingraining that mentality into them and they start stripping away their creativity and their ambition to do things on their own. Yeah. Yeah. Well, do you have any things like, this is kind of off the cuff question. I know I didn't give this ahead of time, but do you have anything that you do with your kids to kind of instill that entrepreneurship in them? 
Um, totally. My eight-year-old has her own YouTube channel. That's cool. <laughs> so, you know, in one of her latest videos, she got, she's really big into art. So she's like, well, I'm going to make art and then I'm going to sell it. So she got clay for Christmas and started making all these little miniature food things. And at the end of her video, she was like, if you want to buy this, just let me know in the comments below and I'll have my mom figure out how to sell it to you. Oh my gosh. That's amazing. <laughs> little call to action there. I love it. <laughs> That is so cool. So tell me, you were kind of the queen of outsourcing, right? Um, well, with systems, and I have one yeah. person that I hire. <laughs> so tell me all about that because, okay, you're talking to moms who either have a business or want to start a business, but I don't care like who you are. If you're a mom, you've got to figure out a way to leverage your time because you're not going to be able to both wipe snotty noses and chase children and grow a business. So how, how have you found you, you've been able to do that? Um, I really will sense, you know, I stay home all day with them every day. I currently don't have a nanny, but I have really implemented some systems and automation things, things like using Zapier and yeah. other like things like that that really save a ton of time. So like Trello boards with checklists. So I can be like, this is what I have to do every day. And then my checklist automatically moves to the next day. Ooh. So, so you know, everything is automated, even my to-do list. <laughs> Oh my gosh. So take me through, like, tell somebody who maybe doesn't know, what is Zapier? Zapier is like a, it kind of connects the big pieces. So let's say you have a booking program where you book your clients there, but you also want to connect it to like Zoom for meetings. So you can make these two programs talk to each other with Zapier and it'll send yeah. information back and forth and do pretty much whatever you set it up to do. Yeah. Some of the programs are starting to integrate with all of them. Like for instance, Acuity, that's what I use for scheduling and it talks to Zoom. You know, like for instance, Sarah scheduled this interview for this podcast today and she scheduled it with my calendar, which integrates with my Google calendar. So it blocks off time if I'm not available and she picked a time, it sends her an email. She gets an automatic Zoom link. It reminds her, reminds me. So these are some systems like calendar systems, video systems that you can use in your business to leverage yourself. And I love that you're doing that with Zapier. Zapier is so cool. <laughs> it is. It's probably my favorite. It's so fun. So, okay. So what did it look like when you first started? Was, have you always been this organized? Um, yeah, I'm pretty organized. Now I didn't know about like all the systems and all of the automation. So I would just have piles of post-it notes and checklists. Yeah. Which I still have post-it notes. Um, I currently have like a whole wall full of them for a project I'm working on. <laughs> you know, I see people planning like with post-it notes and I'm like, that looks so cool. I just cannot, I can't, I can't do it. <laughs> I've tried so many times to like write out an outline to a book or something with post-it notes and it's just, it doesn't work. looks cute on Instagram, but it doesn't work for me. <laughs> so yeah, take me through that. Like your creative process to coming up with this, getting yourself organized and situated. Well, I usually start on paper because that's just how I work best. So like I write everything out. I just dump it out of my brain and get it all on paper. And then once it's on paper, I can go through the steps and be like, okay, and kind of write a list in the order that it needs to be done. And mm -hmm. once it's in that order, I usually put it in something like Trello and create a list so I can visually see it and carry it with me everywhere without having stacks of paper. Yeah. Okay, cool. So Trello, how do you, what do you organize in there? Pretty much everything? Yeah, my whole life, our homeschooling schedule, editorial calendar, <laughs> week to week, like to-do lists, 
uh, my whole life pretty much. <laughs> that's, that's cool. That's cool. So um, Trello is amazing. I've used it sometimes for follow-up for a network marketing business, you know, for just all kinds of different things. You can use it to manage your house. Will you take us through an example of what you specifically have in there, the boards and then the, the lists and cards and all that stuff? Um, totally. So one of the boards I use is for managing clients as they come in. So they'll fill out like a type form. So I'll get all of their information from the form that they fill out. And because I have Zapier set up, so Zapier takes all the information from that form and puts it on a Trello card. So now I have a board for clients and potential clients, and I have all their information right there on a board. They get their individual cards and like it keeps it all right there. So I can quickly log into one place and see everything and, you know, email them right from there or you know, if I know that I have the job, I can move them to like the next list in Trello and really keep up with their workflow. I love that. I love that. I didn't realize Zapier would do all that cool stuff for you. That's awesome. So um, you said you have one staff member. Was there any kind of, like, what did you, like, how did you know you were ready to hire that person? Okay. Well, I currently have a copy editor. So I really had to look at like, what am I not the best at? And for me, it was going back and editing things like blog posts and sales pages. So I knew right then I was like, I don't like doing this. I'm not that good at it. I'm paying $60 a month or every three months or however much that Grammarly thing was. Right. And it's not that good. Yeah. <laughs> like it still was letting mistakes go through that shouldn't have because it's a computer. So it can only mm-hmm. be as good as the person operating it. So I was like, this is the hardest thing for me. This is what I need to outsource. So I reached out to a friend that I had on Facebook, someone I went to high school with, who was always like a grammar person, like posting the memes and everything. And I'm like, hey, do you have some time? Do you want to like edit this and I'll pay you? (laughs) Like it wasn't, she was not a professional copy editor. Wasn't even something she really thought about doing. Mm -hmm. That's cool. That's smart. So then I kind of became like her biz mentor and helped her launch her business. Oh, so she's doing that now. She is, yes. That is so cool. I love that. So first off, you realize like, okay, I'm not good at this. Here's what I'm not great at. Let's not do that. And then you kind of reached out to your warm market, whether you're like asking somebody uh, for them to directly do it. Or I think about Facebook groups all the time, going to people we love in the industry and we're friends with and saying, hey, who do you know who can help me? Um, So that's awesome. I love that. Tell me more about your business and what you've got going on right now that you're excited about. I am a web designer and kind of a creative boss mentor, I guess sort of goes along with it. Um, So besides doing design clients, I'm a busy homeschooling mom. So I know that I only have time every month for maybe one or two clients a month, and I'm never going to be able to scale my business with that. That's just how it is. So I am actually launching a course Um, at the end of January to help creatives turn their passions into profit by designing their own course with ease without knowing HTML and CSS and all the, you know, technical things. Ooh, sweet. So does that course walk them through the technical side of it or the whole creation process of a course? It um, primarily will focus on the design aspect of it. So really honing in on their branding, their visual design, and implementing it with 
a WordPress theme that's pretty much drag and drop and super easy to customize. Yes. Yes. That's awesome. Yeah. WordPress and websites can be a huge hindrance for those that just don't even know the language, the lingo, any of it. And I mean, I can get caught up for days in that, and that is not my forte. So God bless having people like you because we need you. DNS, I have no idea what's going on with that. (laughs) You know, I just pretend to know what's going on, but yes, that is so cool. So if you could do it all over again with your business, what would you start with? What would you say to yourself from the beginning? What would you, any, any tips like that? Take us back there. So all the way back at the beginning, well, I had multiple like things I failed and let go. So I would definitely be like, it's okay to try things if they don't work. That's okay. Yeah. Keep trying new things and things change so frequently that like you have to learn how to be more fluid. Like I used to get super frustrated when things didn't go according to plan. Yeah. So I was like, and I would just want to scrap everything and start fresh, like, you know, shut down a handmade Etsy shop and start baking cupcakes or something. Yeah. Well, this isn't for me. So I'm going to go a totally different route. Yeah. (laughs) But I definitely learned to be more fluid and accepting, be like, if this one piece doesn't fit, well, maybe that piece of the puzzle needs to go somewhere else. Yeah. And maybe it'll fit in later down the road. Yeah. Yeah. Stop trying to force it and just let it flow. I love that. So Etsy, when did you get into the Etsy world? I know I'm kind of hopping around with these questions, but you've got, you're so interesting. (laughs) So take me back to Etsy. Like what were you doing? Um, What was your shop? And yeah, just take me back there. (laughs) So I've had a couple of Etsy shops. I started out with the graphic design thing and I was making like digital scrapbooking pages and things like that that were digital downloads. So once I designed them, they sold a bunch of times and it was kind of semi-passive, right? but nothing like that is really a high value item. So things were selling for like one to $5 and I never got the traffic to come in to make that actually make any money. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So on the side of that, I started doing, you know, websites for friends because I was home and I had a lot more time, but I also really loved to sew and make other things like that. So I started sewing things and I had another baby in the middle of all of this. So I was sewing things for the baby (laughs) and I was like, well, I can just sell these things because for some reason I have this problem where if I find a new hobby, I have to figure out a way to monetize it. Yeah, me too. (laughs) It ruins all of my hobbies. (laughs) So I was like, oh, well, I really like doing this. I think I can do this and I'll sell them. And that was going pretty good. I even started using, so I took the pages that I designed for the digital scrapbooking store and used them to make like the closet dividers that people would buy. So they're labeled like three months, nine months to keep their little tiny infant wardrobes organized because first time parents buy way too much. Yeah. (laughs) And I was doing that. So I kind of took stuff from the first shop, used it with the second shop and it was doing really well. Um, and I was getting a ton of orders, but again, I'm a busy mom and I like practically had a nervous breakdown in my kitchen one morning. This was after I had the second baby. So at this time I had three kids, one, I was homeschooling two little babies under two. (laughs) And I was like, I just don't have time to do all of this. So I really had to sit back, like scale back and think, even though this is making money, is this really what I want to do? Because if I only want to do this, this is all I have time to focus on. Yeah. 
And if I'm crying about it, then it's probably not what I want to do. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we want, we want to, and I think this is the whole reason why I started this podcast and this movement is because we, as moms, like business owning moms, we want to have a business that kind of fulfills us, that allows us to monetize our hobbies like you're talking about. But at the same time, like we don't want to not be mom. <laughs> like we don't want to outsource that. Um, and so how can we be both? How can we still be homeschooling in the kitchen and then coming into the office and working? Like how can we do that? And you found a way through um, your two design clients a month and then your passive streams, like your course and even Etsy and just figuring out, defining first what we want and then figuring out how to design that plan to get you there. So that is awesome. I love that. So tell me about your husband through all of this. Like what was, when you were breaking down in the kitchen, what was he saying or thinking? Well, he had already been saying, you need to let this go. You have too much on your plate. He also runs his own business. Oh, cool. Yeah. (laughs) So we're just a house of like crazy, busy people. Yeah. (laughs) And it's like, I only do this one thing. This is all I do. You can't manage all of these things. So something needs to go. You need to let something go. So do you, when he's saying, he's probably was saying that for a while and you were just ignoring him. Does it take you coming to your own point of like a breakdown to realize, okay, you're right. (laughs) Oh yeah. I'm sure he had been saying it for months longer than I heard it. Yeah. My husband, he gets, he's the same way. He's like, you should have listened to me. I've been saying this the whole time. I'm like, yes, well, strong-willed women, woman here. I've got to come to the point where I'm ready to hear it. <laughs> right. Yeah. I didn't hear him at all for a while. And finally it like, it clicked like, okay, well, okay. I hear yeah. what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. As cute as these dresses are, maybe I'll just make them for my children. <laughs> yes. I love it. So do you have any hobbies that you don't monetize right now? And that's hard as like a businesswoman and a mom. And you're like, um, when I'm not with my children, I'm on my computer. Like, <laughs> no, I, yeah, no, no real hobbies. I can't moment. think of any either for me <laughs> either. So <laughs> like, like I try to read some more now, but those are all business books mostly. Yeah. Yeah. So that doesn't really count as a hobby. Um, even if I watch TV, it's something like Shark Tank. So... <laughs> I love it. <laughs> that doesn't really count either. Um, let's see. No, no real hobbies anymore because I keep trying to turn them into businesses. Yeah. I remember like however many years ago I was like, okay, I'm going to go learn how to do Adobe Creative Suite. And I was like, oh, that's a hobby. And then all of a sudden, like I start using that for like business and like, mm, okay, I have to find another one. I've yet to find one. <laughs> Let's do some final quick questions and just kind of rapid fire. Just let me know what you're thinking, how to answer these. But okay, so give us one mom and or business owner hack that helps you manage motherhood and business. You've given us a lot of systems, but do you have some kind of like life-changing hack? <laughs> a life-changing hack. Um, walk away. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> like when it feels like it's too much, just walk yeah. away. Lock yourself in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> Put the phone down. Right. Five minutes, walk away. That's probably the best thing from anything. You know, you're getting frustrated because something, you know, when your business isn't working, you can't figure out this one tool or something's not uploading right. Your kids are screaming because they want goldfish and you only have Cheez-Its or something crazy. Oh, goodness. (laughs) Just walk away. (laughs) The world is ending. Yes. 
I love that. This weekend was um, New Year's, and we always do a New Year's Eve puzzle. And um, just that same example, just step away and you come back to it and you all of a sudden see new things. You see how pieces go together or you find that piece you were searching for for the last 20 minutes. So yeah, that's a great, a great, great simple hack that we can do as moms and as business owners, step away and just let things be for a second. It'll be okay. (laughs) So um, you kind of already talked about this, but if you could do it all over again, what would you tell yourself or what would you start with? Um, probably slow down. That would be the biggest one. Slow down. Um, you know, perfect one thing before you add another. Mm -hmm. Whereas trying to grow multiple businesses all at the same time or things like that, you know, trying to add different streams of revenue, even if it's only one business, you know, do one, perfect it, then work on adding the second. I love it. Yes, that's awesome. So your favorite app, and I probably could guess this, your favorite app, software, or system that you'd recommend right now? Oh, that's actually tough if I only had to choose one because they all work together. (laughs) Maybe the one that ties them all together. Yeah, definitely Zapier, probably followed closely by Trello. Yeah, yeah. That's hard. It's like chicken or the egg. Do you want the thing that holds it all together or the one that is the thing. (laughs) I don't know. That's funny. So what is the best book you've read and what is one book you're looking forward to reading this year? Let's see. Well, I haven't finished one this year. Um, I'm currently reading the one thing. Um, Oh yeah. So that's probably one I'm really excited to finish and start implementing whatever I pick up from that. But the best one I read last year or maybe it was the year before was probably um Denise Duffield Thomas's book the get rich lucky I don't know if you're this oh yeah yeah yeah. You know it. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you're gonna say yeah get rich lucky bee <laughs> is that the one with the shoes on the cover like where's her feet on the cover I don't remember because I read ebooks oh actually. yeah 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 okay so you're a tactile planner list person but you like ebooks Yes, because my children like to rip pages out of paper books while I'm Mm. reading them. (laughs) So that is cool. I have to check that one out. It's been, that is one of those ones that's been in my Amazon cart and like a save for later kind of thing. So any book, anytime I want to read a book, I'll just go add it to my cart and then click save for later so that it's there. It's all there. Um, And then I just, I'm kind of the person that just picks up a book randomly. I was like, oh, it's time for that one. I'm not really one to like plan out my whole year in terms of books. I think we were talking about this, maybe. I think so, in a Facebook group, maybe. Yes. I keep a list. I keep a running list in Trello. Oh, look at you. (laughs) And then, you know, sometimes if I add them to, like, an Amazon wish list, they'll send me emails like, this book is on sale for $2.99 or $1.99, and I'll buy it, even if it'll be three years before I get to read it. Okay. Because I'm like, oh, it's a dollar off. I better get it now. That's awesome. (laughs) Amazon, they're so smart. (laughs) Yeah, the one thing is in my is in my Kindle. I need to read it. I need to get to that. That's very cool. All right, cool. Well, goodness, it has been great to talk with you, the creative boss, and um, I'm excited for all your stuff that you've got coming out, your passive income streams and all that good stuff. Yes, I'm very excited for it. I've got some big things planned for 2018. It's awesome. Well, it's been so great talking with you, and tell us real quick where everybody can connect with you, and I think 
Rumor has it you've got a little something something for the 1K moms. I do an exclusive bonus. So you can find me on my website is thecreativeboss.co. You can find me on Facebook at the creative boss, um, Instagram, Twitter, all same handle, the creative boss. And I've got an exclusive bonus. It is for 1K mom podcast listeners. It's the website essentials toolkit. So I put this together just for everyone listening. You can find it at thecreativeboss.co slash 1K mom. Love that. The website Essentials Toolkit is a list of tools and resources needed for DIY website design and custom Divi layout pack. This is so awesome. Divi is my favorite WordPress thing, but get that toolkit so you can get some information on how to get yourself started with that. That's awesome. Well, thank you so much. It's been so great talking with you and we'll catch you later. Thanks so much. Thanks for joining us for today's episode. For a full recap and show notes of the episode with some helpful tips and tricks and links to what was mentioned, head on over to 1kmom.com. And if you enjoyed today's episode, we would be so honored if you would leave us a review on iTunes, screenshot today's episode, share it on Instagram, tag us in your stories at Katie Fleming, and let us know what you loved. Thank you so much for being part of the 1K Mom tribe.